Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chrisanne Hall Daily Journal. Chrisanne Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, JC, my husband. And we are going to have a great show for you today. Uh, JC has said he's not going to say anything at all for the first part of the show. He's just going to sit there and stare at me and and stare at you guys because he is boycotting the uh, coronavirus. So uh, I'm just going to hit it because I listened to, I was actually involved, uh, uh, supposed to be involved in a conference call with Vice President Pence that was supposed to take place at 2 p.m. today. We sat on hold for 30 minutes and then it was canceled uh, due to quote-unquote technical difficulties. And then shortly after that, Donald Trump gave his press conference on the whole, you know, presidential executive position on the coronavirus. And so I watched that right now. They're apparently redoing the uh, Vice President Pence conference call. But since I'm with you guys, I'm obviously not on the phone with VP Pence. And so I want to I want to talk about um, I want to talk about what Trump said because I actually took notes and the first thing that I wanted to remark is first and foremost is that Trump made no mandates okay he didn't mandate that you uh, have no businesses open he didn't mandate that airlines shut down he didn't mandate that you can't have Uh, an assembly over a certain number of people. There were no mandates. They were just presidential suggestions. So I would hope at this point in time that we merely take them as suggestions and don't run around like the president has issued some kind of mandate. With that being said, Trump did say, uh, we aren't issuing mandates, but we can. I'm sorry, Mr. President, you do not have the constitutional authority. He said that about curfews. He said that about mandating assembly sizes. And he said that about shutting down businesses. There is absolutely no, no constitutional authority delegated to the president, to Congress, to the Supreme Court, to the FBI, to the Health and Human Services, to the FDA, the USDA, or any other three-letter entity you can throw together that gives the, an authority for the federal government to have a, an effect like that on domestic affairs. So if you think that they do, please tell me, okay? Please tell me the article section and clause that delegates that authority, and I'll give you a little hint. It is not the Commerce Clause, okay? The Commerce Clause does not give that an authority. That is, even according to our founders, James Madison said that to use the Commerce Clause to create a power that is not specifically delegated is to transform America beyond its limited form created by the people into, at best, a limited monarchy. So we don't live in a limited monarchy. Uh, This is, JC and I were talking about this earlier in spite of his voluntary silence at the moment. This is going to be 
a huge payout for people. You thought the auto industry bailouts were big. Wait until you see the coronavirus, the COVID-19 bailouts. Oh my goodness. Step up, step up. The Candyman is in town. We need to find that song, JC. The Candyman can, the Candyman can, the Candyman is in town. Trump said we're going to be bailing out the airlines to the tunes of billions. 50. Billions with Bs. Billions with Bs. You know what that means? That's not Trump bailing them out with billions of Bs. That's you and me bailing out these people with billions in Bs. He must have said, and I have, I have this on my notes, I was actually preparing for my classwork, but you can't see this is actually Federalist number one uh, for my class this, this quarter at the River University, so I'm taking notes while I'm preparing for class. Uh, he says uh, that we, it's a step that we can take a national curfew, but he's not doing it now. Those were his exact words, because one of the reporters said, People have been talking about, you know, the, 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 the threat, or what was it, JC, that they called the, the foreign scare thing? We were talking about it at the store. JC and I went to Walmart after the presidential uh, 10 person. So he, he, he said 10, limit your assemblies to 10 people. Yeah. So it was foreign disinformation. Foreign disinformation. That's what it was. So... Foreign disinformation. And so, uh, yeah, Thor, JC broke the, his silent game rule. Anyway, foreign disinformation was that they were going to start a national curfew and stop that. And that all of this, uh, Trump says, well, I'm not going to talk about it being foreign disinformation, but it is not correct. Uh, he says, we are not doing a curfew now, but that is a step we can take. No it's not a step you can take. <laughs> I'm serious. I want somebody step to you tell can me. Take. Uh, yeah, it's a step you can take. It's not a step the Constitution authorizes you to take. Right there, you go. He says there are no orders at this time, um, uh, but there could be orders limiting the number of people, shutting down businesses, and such. Um, okay, there can be, but it won't be constitutional, which means under Article 6, Clause 2, okay? Go read it. Article 6, Clause 2. The Constitution and the laws of the United States made in pursuance thereof shall be the supreme law of the land. A curfew, national curfew, is not made in pursuance to the Constitution, a federal shutdown of businesses is not made in pursuance to the Constitution. A uh, whatever order of the number of people you can have in your in your assemblies is not pursuant to the Constitution. Therefore, guess what? Um, it is not lawful. And our founders flat out said it's null and void. It's interesting as uh, as. KL says here, what's the point of a curfew? Does the virus only get wild at night? I mean, that's, that's what you've got to ask yourself. Why do we have to have a curfew? I mean, is it because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, my brain is spinning here, JC. What would be the point of a curfew? Uh, freaks come out at night. Uh, are people going to loot grocery stores? 
when the lights go out as opposed to looting the grocery store in the daytime? I don't know. I mean, I, I can't, I, I can't, it makes no sense, okay? This is the definition of arbitrary. So when you have laws that don't make sense like that, the curfew is set from like 9 to 9 or or 10 to 6 or whatever. Those are completely arbitrary terms. They're not based on any violation. They're not based on any facts. They're completely arbitrary. And that's why they're unconstitutional. And so here's here's the crazy thing, right? Uh, I, I, I don't... Somebody asked, one of the reporters asked Trump, should we, what about rallies? You know, what about political rallies? Well, Trump really just sort of glossed over that. He did not even address that issue. I was waiting for the answer to that because that's my first amendment. Boom, gotcha, right? Because here's the thing. We still have the right to peaceably assemble. We have freedom of speech. We have the right to freedom of religion. And a limit on, the, on, on assembly of people is a direct violation of these fundamental essential rights. Now, some people, I actually, JC, you might want to chime in on this one. I actually had somebody tell me, well, nobody says you can't peaceably worship God in your home. Your, your right to freedom of religion is not being, in, is not being infringed upon because you can peaceably uh, assemble in your home. Don't want to. Right. Not how I worship. It's not how I worship. So therefore, it, that's, moot, moot point. It is a moot point. So don't, don't try to throw me that I can go sit in my closet and I can worship my God. Therefore, my right to freedom of religion is not infringed. If there is anything that is sewn into the very fabric of who we are, it is the right to freedom of religion. And inherent in that is the right to freedom of uh, to, to assemble. It's, you know, you know I, I teach this in the First Amendment class, JC. This is so very important, okay? There are, it's fascinating to me that our founders had the wisdom to put these five fundamental rights in one amendment so that they could not be violated systematically one at a time and people wouldn't notice. Because you see, Freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of press, the right to peaceably assemble, the right to petition the government for a redress of your grievances. All these five essential rights, not given to you by the First Amendment, but, but codified in the First Amendment as existing, pre-existing government, okay? These are essential natural rights. You cannot have freedom of religion if you can't peaceably assemble and you don't have freedom of speech. You don't have freedom of religion. If you don't have freedom of, of, of speech, you don't have freedom of press. When you can't peaceably assemble, you don't have freedom of press, freedom of speech, freedom of religion. And if you can't have freedom of speech, you can't have freedom of, of the right to peaceably assemble, then you have no right to petition the government for a redress of your grievances. If the government come come out and say to you only 10 people can gather, how in the world do you protest what the government is doing that says you can only have 10 people together? Where did the 10 come from, by the way? I didn't, I didn't listen to the thing, so... That's Donald Trump's new recommendation. But That's I mean... Health and Human Services 
CDC no, and no, the no, World no, no, Health no, no, Organization. No, no, no. CDC, their their recommendation is 50. Oh, so no, no, no. I'm sorry. It was the global leaders. That's what he said. So global leaders. Recommend 10? 10. Mm-hmm. So they're saying the CDC is wrong? Maybe the CDC is changing their mind because we were told in this press briefing, oh, well, you know, this is this is a very fluid situation. We have to be able to react and, is that and things word for are arbitrary? changing. That's another word for arbitrary, people. Another word for arbitrary. 10, 50, 250. Completely arbitrary. We have absolutely no, absolutely no data to even corroborate any of this. I wanted to show you uh, Trump's... I'm not going to talk about it, but if you go to C- if you go to the CDC's website <clears throat> and look mm-hmm. at their plan, so when they say no more than 50, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and then it says, uh, where did I see it? Somewhere about this doesn't apply to like schools and... Uh, regular gatherings so so it's they make the recommendations but then there's exceptions like don't gather above 50 unless you're a school uh don't gather above 50 unless you're you know a government agency that meets regularly so i, I again I, yeah. I just don't understand and the arbitrary nature of this okay but are you repeat yourself yeah. you can't understand arbitrary that's why it is so what it is all i'm gonna say it's just so let me tell you, the CDC now backs what the White House says at coronavirus.gov. And I'm going to show you. So what we have here is the president's coronavirus guidelines for America. 15 days to slow the spread. Number one, listen to and follow the directions of your state and local authorities. Um, you know, I... I if the state and local authorities are violating my rights, I'm not listening to them, okay? And this is, JC, I am triggering so many people right now. I'm gonna get, if you're feeling triggered by the fact that I'm gonna tell you I'm not gonna obey these, these recommendations, and if our governor loses his stinking mind after he came out and said, I don't have the authority to make these orders, and he actually makes these orders, Ron DeSantis, I'm not following them either, okay? So, if you feel sick, stay home, don't go to work, contact your medical provider. If we're bailing out the airlines, and we're going to bail out the cruise lines, and we're going to bail out the hotels industries, who's going to bail out John Doe worker? Who's going to bail out the plumbers, right? Of all the, all the restaurants, I, I, here's the question I want to ask. Of all the governors shutting down restaurants and places like that, are these states going to waive their property taxes for the times that they're quote unquote mandatorily shut down? Are they going to waive their property taxes? Are they going to waive their their permit fees? Are they going to give them permits without fees because they're making them pay them without and then mandating? That for me that arises to a government taking. This is eminent domain issue now. Now let me go back to this right here. If your children are sick, keep them at home. Don't send them to school. If someone in your household is tested positive, then you need to actually quarantine yourself. If you're an older person, stay home. If you're a person with an underlying health condition. Now, look, JC, I don't, uh, this has the, the little CDC mark on it. 
Yeah. No, I just. So they're all back in it. They're changing sure. it now, right? Well, I don't they're see the, I don't see the ten number on there. No, I'm 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 getting there. We'll okay. get there. Yeah. So I, I just have to change slides because then now we go to the president's coronavirus slow the spread of corona uh, virus thing, and then you get to the ten. I made it as big as I could, but it says um, uh, even if you're young, otherwise healthy, you are at risk and your activities can increase the risk for others. It's critical that you do your part to slow the spread of the coronavirus. Work or engaging in schooling from home whenever possible. If you work in a critical infrastructure industry, uh, then you and your employer should follow CDC guidelines to protect your health at work. Avoid social gatherings in groups more than 10 people. Okay. Avoid eating or drinking at bars, restaurants, and food courts. Use the drive-through, pickup, or delivery options. Which is ridiculous to me because how many people touch all your stuff when you come through the drive-through? Are we now going to have? Let me ask this question because this is this is just absolutely crazy. Oh, and somebody asked me, does this include uh, shopping, grocery shopping? Yes. Uh, avoid discretionary travel, shopping trips, and social visits. So there you go. Well, I don't think your screen. You can see that. Oh, that is simultaneously on the same site and says something different. Right. It says fifty. So. Right. I don't know what they're doing. So what? Who's going to bail all these people out? And here's here's the ultimate insanity of of the president's. This is the second ultimate insanity of the president's press briefing. He said that we need to live this lifestyle until August. What? Are you kidding me? First off, Americans are not going to quarantine themselves until August. It's not happening. And unfor- and, and I, I think it just sets up a situation where you have uh, people are just going to simply disregard the law because they're not going to put up with it. Now, I, I, I think I have a little insight on Trump's personality and why he said August, right? So Trump's got this whole thing in mind that we're going to kill this before August. But he's going to say, it's so bad. It's terrible. It's awful. You need to do this until August. And then when we, you know, when it warms up, like everybody says it is, and everybody's like, woohoo, we're all better. Then he's going to be like, see what we did? We killed this. The, you know, the Trump administration so fast. We're so amazing. We got on this. Nobody's ever done this before. We did it. We killed it in this short period of time, right? He's like, he's like the engineer on Star Trek, Scotty. You know, I can do it, Captain. I'm I giving can, her all she's I'm got. I'm giving her Captain. all she's got, Captain. I can do it. And then, you know, he always he pulls it. the miracle out of his hat and he does it. That's who Trump wants to be. Here's the insanity. He kept saying, we have an invisible enemy. That's what he was saying. But you see, we're dealing with an invisible enemy. We saw that movie last week. I think that it's this terrible. is probably the scariest thing I've ever heard Trump say. We're dealing with an invisible enemy. And, and you have to know it's an invisible enemy that only the government can see, right? Because the CDC issues the tests to let us know whether we have it or not. 
So how do we know when this invisible enemy is clear and we can go about our daily lives? How do we know when the invisible enemy is gone and we can actually meet in groups safely greater than 10? How do we know? Well, it's an invisible enemy. Only the government can tell us. That's just, that's just crazy. Apparently, uh, Nunez, this came up from one of the reporters. Apparently, Nunez is out there contradicting the CDC, telling people to go eat in restaurants and, you know, don't, don't give in to the, the forced economic crash and all this stuff, you know, just be smart. If you're sick, don't go out. If you're old, don't go out, right? Using common sense kind of stuff. And the, the reporter said, are you gonna, uh, what do you think about Nunez and, and those people contradicting what the CDC say, says? Should they be contradicting you? <laughs> so Trump's like, well, I don't have any knowledge of that. I'm not aware of that. I'll deal with that. I'll look into that. And I'm like, man. Heads will roll. Oh, man. This is just, <laughs> this is insane. This is absolutely insane. Uh, I don't... Um, Meanwhile, at the paintball range. He's been dying for me to mention the fact that he's been to the paintball range. That's why he wore his, t- his shirt today, his t-shirt shirt. He's all, he's all proud of his paintball thing today. I'm not quarantining. Because, you know, were you in a group of larger than 10? Oh, yeah. yeah Anybody yeah. drop dead? We had 30. Yeah. Group of 30. Group of 30. It's a blast. Right. So. Thursday is the beach. Thursday's the beach. Where yeah, there'll be the very teens, little social distancing. It's the teen spring break thing. So we took a bunch of teens to the paintball and shot each other. Yeah. So here's the thing, people. All of history proves, all of history proves that this kind of thing is just, this is, this is not liberty. I'm, I'm really, <laughs> I'm so upset by this. Because I've been teaching this for nearly 11 years now. And I've had so many people, thousands upon thousands of people, probably in the height of it, tens of thousands of people a year. Because we were at home four days a month. We were probably meeting a thousand people a week uh, at, at any given point. And so... Uh, just generally speaking, 20,000, or, or, you know, conservatively speaking, 20,000 people a year sat in my lectures and said, no, we'll never let this happen in America. And I happen to believe it's because in their mind, they all had the picture of Barack Obama doing this, right? We're not going to submit to Barack Obama and we're not going to submit to ISIS terrorism, right? So you either had Barack Obama in your mind or you had somebody in a burqa with a with a or or with a, a body vest, you know, a bomb vest in mind. But now we have the the ultimate boogeyman. Can invisible. you think? Can you think of, an, of a greater boogeyman than the invisible enemy that only the government can see? Knows no bound boundaries. No boundaries, no limits, and it's. Only reality and threat is here because we have a flu season that kills 150 people a year. 
Didn't you say the president encouraged the states to yes clamp yes quote, as unquote, a matter of clamp fact down to to clamp down and get it under control. So President Trump is encouraging the governors to do what they did in California, what they did in New York, what they're trying to do in New Mexico. This is just off the chart, people. And, you know, I, I don't know how many people are going to hate me after this, but we're just, I, I, let me just remind you, liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over personality. And if you would have lost your ever-living mind if Barack Obama was doing this, don't, don't come to me and say that Trump's got, uh, you know, our best interest in mind. Don't tell me that the governor has his best interest in mind. Somebody said the mayor of Champaign, Illinois. We posted all about that. Oh, but she was just trying to do what was right for the city. You know, what she thinks is right for the city is not the standard. What the federal government thinks is right for the people is not the standard. The standard is the Constitution which, which protects the individual rights. And Trump's like, uh, we're not giving an order, but, but the, w the governor should clamp down and impose these things. That's what he meant by clamp down. You know, you need to impose these restrictions that I'm not imposing. So, but he didn't. He didn't actually describe that specifically. No, he did not. Well, kind of left it open. You no, know, it was an answer to a question. I see. Right? Do you? Do you? Are you going to do this? No, but we believe that the governor should. Right. I think the. It seems to me the economic impact is going to be. The bigger story than. The health. What what seems like how the health story is turning out to be. At this point, and you know, it looks like it's actually going to be a non-story. But the economic impact ha has been pretty significant already. This is I mean, there's already people out of their job, people losing companies. Look, and this is economic terrorism because this is terrorism. What is terrorism? It's it's a fear-based threat. We don't have people dropping dead in the streets. And here's the thing. Because what I'm hearing all over the place is, well, but we need to, we need to take, make sacrifices to protect the population. So now what we see coming across America, right, is this the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. That's Marxism. That's socialism. That is not what America is built on. America is built on the exact opposite. America is built on the principle of the individual liberty overrides the will of the majority. Well, is and, and here's the thing. It's all about self-governance, right? Why does my church have to limit their meetings to only 10 people because we can't trust that old sick people don't have enough sense to show up. I mean seriously, if you're if you're if you have health problems, if you are in a high risk situation, you know, during flu season, you should take extra precautions to begin with. So why is it that I that we have to shut down 
and eliminate private property rights. We have to eliminate religious liberty rights. We got to eliminate the right to peaceably assemble rights because some people won't live up to this. What do you what do you make of uh, basically the many advisors within the administration pretty much pushing for all out martial law and then Trump I mean Trump was well short of that what do you what do you think So what do you think's happening I think there's a difference Cuz now they're making out like even the administration is covering this by saying oh this is was foreign disinformation mm-hmm. uh, you know not declaring martial law but those were the discussions. We know yeah, that for a fact. We know that for it's a fact. It's not some foreign not conspiracy. It's not foreign theory. conspiracy. We know from people who are inside. So okay? it looks like Trump Backed was off. not yeah. talked into so, Yeah, that. so he made it very clear. Okay, this is where this statement comes in. I'm not issuing orders now. We can, but we are not. I believe that statement from Donald Trump came from those meetings where all these advisors are pushing him, right? I, and here's, here's the distinction that I want to help us understand. I believe there's a difference from someone being a tyrant and someone committing a tyrannical act. I believe someone who is a tyrant This is their nature. They want to overpower people. They want to control people. They want to dominate people. And they have no respect for the (laughs) rights, the liberties of the people. That's who a tyrant is. Here you got somebody that doesn't actually listen to the show. Yeah. OMG, it's a virus that kills elderly. Act like you're part of the American family and pitch in. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Most people like show up for 30 seconds. (laughs) Don't come in. All right. So. Right? So there's a difference between a tyrant, the person that I described before, and a tyrannical act. Okay? Mm. What imposing a curfew, imposing a, a shutdown of business is a tyrannical act if, a, if somebody is uneducated and misinformed. Okay? So the question becomes, can that person be educated and informed and change their mind? If they can't, then they have to be thrown into the whole tyrant bucket. But if they can, then they're not the tyrant. They've just committed a tyrannical act. I'm, I'm always giving people the benefit of the doubt. I happen to think that Donald Trump is not actually a tyrant. I believe that he gets excited with power, but he's not actually a tyrant. And the idea of doing tyrannical things is initially contrary to his person. So you can take it or leave it. I don't care. And I think that's evidenced by the fact where they wanted him to drop bombs in the Middle East. He said, how many people will die? They said 300. He said, no way. Right? So we're not dropping drones, bombs. Now we know that he has people in his administration pushing him to this. And he's like, no, we're not going to do this. Okay? But he's getting the feedback that we can do this. So somebody needs to reach him. And I'm hoping by public response that people will be able to impress upon him. Churches, for Pete's sakes, will impress upon him. We will not shut down. You're not going to limit us. And maybe he can see by example, right? Mm -hmm. So Trump has never received education on the Constitution. He does not claim to be a constitutional professor from Harvard. 
He doesn't claim to do any of those things. So until we move beyond the act to the actor, I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Does that okay. answer your question? Yeah, yeah. Because that, I think he's pulling comment, back. The comment could have been sarcasm. Yeah, for sure. yeah, right. So there, there we are. I, I, I'm just going to flat out tell you, you, you can tell me that this makes me a bad American, but I'm not going to comply. I'm simply yeah. not going to comply. My pastor has said he is not going to comply. As a matter of fact, we've had personal conversations on this. Not complying. Not going to do it. So uh, the funny thing is, not funny haha, right? Like funny make Chris Ann cry, funny, just tragic. These are the very same things that the loyalists to the king said to our, our founders as they were standing up against the mandates of the king. You're bad, uh, you're bad subjects, you're not good Englishmen, you're seditionists, you're selfish. You know, I'm not selfish for wanting to preserve my rights for future people. That is not a selfish act. What is selfish is wanting the government to enforce a law violating my rights because some people don't have enough sense to govern themselves. That's what selfish is. Do you want to know why I think this is absolutely ridiculous? I, I said this, I saved this for you because I knew you didn't want to be involved in the coronavirus thing. But I saved this because I thought you would like this. Ready? Close your eyes, JC. Close them and don't open them until I tell you. All right. Oh, I got to make this smaller here. All right. Oh, JC, why does this always do this to me? I don't know. I can't see. Oh, wrong button. Forget it. I don't know how to make this thing work. All right. So the headline is ISIS issues coronavirus travel advice. Mm -hmm. Terrorists should avoid Europe. There you go. Thank you, JC. They're issuing issuing travel advice to their terrorist yes, network? Yes, ISIS is be issuing travel, hey, let me have this over here then. ISIS is issuing travel advice to their terrorist network to steer clear of Europe because of the coronavirus. Having previously urged its supporters to attack European cities, the group is now advising members to, quote, stay away from the land of the epidemic in case they become infected. The group has issued a new set of Sharia directives that instruct followers to cover their mouths when yawning and sneezing and wash their hands regularly. How about that? So, so the terrorists question. Question. know to limit their own activity, but apparently Americans can't limit their own activity, so they have to create the force of law to stop me. Go ahead. Question. So when ISIS issues, uh, what you say, warning? Mm -hmm. So do we call that like a CIA memo? <laughs> Is that how that works? Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Just checking. 
Just asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. Just it's a CIA a memo. Oh, my goodness. Seriously. And let me just make this selflessness, loving thy neighbor as thyself, is saying that I'm not going to sacrifice your God-given rights for my stupidity. Okay? It's not saying government has to force you to stay home because I don't have enough sense to do that for myself. So don't give me that what Jesus would do, okay? Jesus did not walk around with a surgical mask when he went to the lepers and healed the people from the sick. So question, another question. I don't want to, why not getting into it? Has, Has anything still changed with treating this like how you go about it we have things change right well it's still the same like you still wash your hands hands. if you're elderly with underlying health Mm -hmm. problems stay at home if you're sick don't go out to spread it the other to other people right blah 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 right and so that's what so was, this thing, that was in, this thing still continues to spin up, spin up the hysteria, the nonstop twenty-four hour coronavirus conversation. Right. Yet not one single thing has changed about this. Is how you deal with it? Right. So, if you're with ten people, if you're with a hundred people, if you're with fifty people, if you're with ten thousand people, it's still the same freaking thing. So that's why I'm like, we're just, we're still going on and on and on about this thing. And then, oh, we got to do this and no crowds and whatever. If there are 10 people here, you're supposed to take care of yourself the same way Mm -hmm. as if there are 50 people here. Mm -hmm. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. So, you know, it's just like, I don't know, real comment or sarcastic comment. You know, this is endangers the elderly, kills the elderly, pitch in, Right. It's still the same advice. Don't go get an elderly person sick. If you are an elderly person with the, with problems, you know, don't do these things. Wash Take your hands. Don't pick your nose. Keep your finger out of your eye. Stop touching your face. You know, don't lick people's behind. Whatever. It's the same freaking thing. Nothing's changed. Look, if there is one fund, if I could boil down the difference between the foundation of America and everywhere else on earth. It would be in the existence of two <laughs> words. That JD just messes people up. Self-governance. Self-governance is the difference between the foundation of America and every other place on the planet. America was built on the principle that we are smart enough, that we are enlightened enough, and we are considerate enough to govern ourselves. We don't need law to tell us what to do. Because the more law you have, the less liberty you have. I am JD. He's JC. I'm JC. Yeah, JD. JD, Juris Doctorate. Doctor. So the thing on the thing on the name, it's her account, not mine. JD. She's Chris Ann Hall, J D, Juris Doctorate. Doctor. I'm JC. James Christopher. Yeah. So <laughs> we have to do that like every I know. I don't know, every don't couple know. of weeks. Every couple of weeks. Probably maybe. It's, so right. So yeah, only 
truth, man. It's that's that's what's going on. That's why it's confusing. She's JD. I'm JC. Yeah. But you can call me JD. I'm cool with that too. I I just can't I can't impress on you how important the next three weeks is on what we're going to do. Okay. What we do in the next three weeks will determine how free America will be in the future. I mean, we are, and and here, you mentioned this in, in the show last week. It's all about precedent. Do you, the love that people have for Donald Trump and, you know, we don't have anything better than Donald Trump right now, that kind of idea. The precedent that he establishes today is that, that let me just put it in, in the absolute positive perspective, that is the same authority Ocasio-Cortez is going to use when she's president. You're going to get an Ocasio-Cortez president. Donald Trump can only run for four more years. Donald Trump cannot stay forever. He's not Putin. Even if Donald Trump <laughs> wants to be Putin, he's not Putin. This is not Russia. He cannot stay. And if you watch how government works in America, you are going to have a Democrat sooner or later, and the Democrats are not getting more conservative. Can I get at least an amen there, please? Amen. The Democrats are not getting more conservative. Do you realize what happens when the Nancy Pelosi generation of Democrats die off? You are left with Cory Booker. You are left with Ocasio-Cortez. You are left with Kamala Harris. Kamala, Kimala, whatever she wants us to say her name today. You're going to be left with these people. You're gonna be left with worse. So don't tell me that, that this is the kind of power that we want the executive branch or the, or the legislative branch to execute. You've got to have a bigger focused picture on this. It's got to be bigger than today's invisible enemy that the only, only the government can see. Do you know how powerful we are teaching people this, are, this is? If I was ISIS, I would never strap another bomb to myself. Seriously, yeah, if I was sure. ISIS, I would never strap another bomb to myself. What an inefficient way of uh, uh, means of terrorism. Absolutely inefficient. I would never, I would never go in and shoot anybody again. Never. No, it's cheaper. I think the bio, whatever, the bio threat. Be cheap. I mean, even even just the threat of it. Like we've seen basically, you know, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to see a lot of deaths and we're locking ourselves in our houses. Crazy. Cool. And, and, and I've seen people, you know, I have, I probably have in total over 170,000 followers in social media. And I've put the question out there, does anyone know anybody personally that has the coronavirus? Nobody, not a yeah. single person. Well, but what's amazing is everybody in Hollywood is coming down with the coronavirus. Seriously, there is a disproportionate number of people. When you take Hollywood as a small population. Filthy animals. That are 
coming that are testing positive for coronavirus. Is that because they're dirty? Nasty. Somebody said, well, Chrisanne, they travel so much. Um, no, I don't think, I think I travel more than 90% oh, yeah. of people no in question. Hollywood. No question. No question whatsoever. Not, My not goodness, even close. I just flew back and forth not from the close. coast four times in less than 10 days. Yeah, not even close. Nobody, they, no way, no way. So you can't tell me that it's, they're traveling. So either number one. They're nasty. Some, okay, either number one, they're nasty. Number two, they're lying. There's that. Okay? They're either nasty or they're lying. Or they're so, a bunch of nasty liars. A bunch of nasty liars. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I subscribe matter. to that one. So, um, I, the Q people have lofty goals. Somebody told me but, that. Hey, look. I'm just. Yes. I, you. You. I, I can't. I can't sit back and keep my mouth shut and tolerate the complete dissolution of the rights of my posterity at the hope that that Tom Hanks might be extradited and arrested for child <laughs> crimes, okay? Not, not, not going to be where Chris Ann Hall stands on that one. Just so you know, just for my Q people out there, I'm all for the lofty goals, right? But that, I'm not going to stand and say, oh no, trust the plan, while my rights and the rights of my posterity are, are windled, dwindled away for lofty plans. Well, you, you realize, back, you know, talking about who has coronavirus, who doesn't, you realize that none of the numbers can be accurate, right? When they're talking about the mortality rate, for instance, so the mortality rate, a mortality rate would be, you know, essentially number of people who have the virus divided by number of people who died. We, we don't know how many people have, have the virus. Like even the, the number now, when they mention the number, it's not the number of people who are infected. It's the number of people who have tested positive for being yes. infected, which is a subset of the number of people tested, which we know we don't even have enough tests to okay, test there are only, everybody. There are only so there a million be, tests out there. There could there be... There are seven billion people on the planet. Well, here's the other thing. There's All of the doctors, the CDC, all of them have said a portion of the people who get the virus will never show any symptoms or significant symptoms. So you have people you don't even know. So there could be a freaking million people in America who have it, who nothing ever happened. Now they don't have it. They got over it. It's done, which would actually bring the mortality rate extremely low. Yeah. Uh, so we know it has to be, and I'm not saying it's below the flu, but remember, he, came, you know, the what's his name came out. Oh, it's 10 times more deadly than the flu. You can't know that you because know you that. don't have a measure of everybody that has it. You don't know who all has it. And the next person that says to me, you're ignoring the facts. Look at Italy. I'm going to, my head's going to explode. My head is going to explode. Italy. Okay. First off, the coronavirus hasn't even infected the entire country of Italy. Only the one, top one third of Italy is dealing with this mass corona infection. But again, you Number don't. Two, you you we they can't even say no, that accurately. No, you no. don't know that. Italy. Hello. Italy is smaller than the state of New Mexico. 
The coronavirus has infected one-third of a country smaller than the state of New Mexico. That is not a comparison in America. Mm -hmm. That is apples and oranges. Don't throw that garbage at me. That's, that is absurd. Absolutely absurd. Yeah, so any, any... Don't come to me telling me that I have to give up the rights that my forefathers died to secure for me because Italy has trouble. Well, and, and you don't know why. And you don't know why. I mean, why. That's, that's the whole thing. The, so all of the assertions that they're making, there's there's not, this is not a full set of data. I mean, that, that's the problem. And I'm not trying to, it's not conspiracy, it's just basic math. No, you, no, it's you, speculation. You it, it's what spec, is the, it is pure speculation. speculation. It may not be pure speculation, but it's speculation. You're going to make sure me hand over my rights Right? Oh, but you can you can worship in a closet, JC. You can still have your freedom of religion yeah. in your closet. Yeah. You're not giving up your rights. Okay, okay. You don't you're not giving up your right to keep and bear arms. Okay? Well, you're you're not. You can just only have one bullet in your gun. So you still have your gun with a bullet in it. You're not giving up your right to freedom of speech. We're only going to let you stand in this square and say these four words. So yeah. you can still have speech. You can freely say these four words standing in this square. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to get into the vaccine thing. I, I'm, you know what, whatever. Uh, what what kills me is number one, go read uh, Rockefeller's document published in 2010 called uh, about lockstep, and then don't tell me we don't have too many of these coincidences already falling into place. This is a dry run. Somebody is is testing us out. I don't know, I, and I don't care. And did, I don't care who it is. And didn't you I'm say? Not, this doesn't change how I feel. It doesn't matter if it's Donald Trump or Mother Teresa. I don't care. It doesn't change how I feel about this. But then you you said this is uh, you know sort of Patriot Act language being that was used for terrorism is now kind of the same language being used about this invisible enemy. Uh, yeah. Did he, did he use the term domestic enemy? No. Like you said. The invisible enemy. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's, that's what he called it. Right. The invisible enemy. And of course, if it was the United States, then it'd be a domestic enemy, right? Is it, I don't know. But it's the same kind of sort of Patriot Act uh, language that they use to excuse Mm-hmm. being able to do whatever they want, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah. that's that's yeah. the thing that's always Well, it's 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 what William Pitt said. Necessity is the plea for every infringement of human freedom. It is the argument of tyrants and it is the creed of slaves. And that's, you know, that's that's something that we need to really grasp a hold of. Classify yourself. Don't give me this you know, WJJD, what would Jesus do? Because first off, Jesus said, render under Caesar what is Caesar's. Render under God what is God's. My freedom of speech doesn't belong to Caesar. My right to peaceably assemble does not belong to Caesar. My right to worship my creator and my savior in the manner in which fits my conscience does not belong to Caesar. So, go... Go, go to hell, Caesar. You're not getting that one. I, I'm not doing that. It's amazing because I'm, I'm, I have this article about this brewing, 
okay? I've been asked by the, the editor-in-chief of, of Western Journal to, to write an article. He sort of inspired me to do this and to write an article about this. He said, nobody can give us this information in a nonpartisan way that you can, Chrisanne. So we need this from an historical principle perspective, which touched me, you know? I mean, that's what an amazing compliment that is. And so I'm researching this. Uh, for those of you who are longtime listeners at Liberty First, uh, at, uh, who are longtime members at libertyfirstuniversity.com, Go ahead and put that up there, JC, so they can see that. LibertyFirstUniversity.com, where you can get this information. You can get the passion that I have and, and, and be infected by it like I am and get angry like I am with substance like I am through LibertyFirstUniversity.com. Uh, those of you who are longtime listeners, you know that there's a really good go-to source, not a be-all, end-all source, but a good-to so- source for our founders' words. It's called... Uh, the, fa- the Founders Constitution, it was put together by the University of Chicago. And what it does is it breaks down the Constitution, uh, article, section, and clause, and then you click on a hyperlink and it gives you the original documents along with some garbage, but stick with the original documents about this. Under the First Amendment, they broke down into petition and, a, petition and assembly. And under that is... Thomas Jefferson's instructions in the Virginia Convention to the Delegates of Congress, written August 1774. What happened in August of 1774, you might ask? Well, if you are a student of LibertyFirstUniversity.com or you've been to my um, uh, America Disarmed class, you know what happened in August of 1774. August of 1774 is when General, the, the military governor of Massachusetts, General Thomas Gage, as a, as a response to the Boston Tea Party, issued a directive that there would be no public meetings allowed because of the security of the people, save one public meeting that you must get permission from Gage for. So only one public meeting a year allowed after the Boston Tea Party, and you had to get permission from Governor Gage to do that. Our founders said what Gage was doing, and this was back when they were colonists for Pete's sakes, not actual freemen in states. When they were colonists, they said, the military royal governor of Massachusetts was committing an act of war against the people by outlawing public assembly. Mm -hmm. I just want that to sink in. And so Thomas Jefferson writes this directive to Virginia based on the proclamation issued by General Gage in the government of the province of Massachusetts, declaring it treason for the inhabitants of that province to assemble themselves uh, to consider of their grievances and form of association for their common conduct on the occasion, and requiring the civil magistrates and the officers to apprehend all such persons to be tried for their supposed offenses, is, and listen to this, he says, is the most alarming process that ever appeared in British government. He said when the governor said they could not assemble as a matter of law was an act of treason by the governor, 
And it was the most offensive thing that England had seen to the rights of the people. This is in light of the fact that we already have search and seizure violations since 1760. We already have taxation without representation since uh, 1760, I meant. We already have taxation without representation since 1660. And he says, this is, he says, listen to this. The gauge hath thereby assumed and taken upon himself powers denied by the Constitution to our legal sovereign, that he not having condescended to disclose by what authority he exercises such extensive and unheard of powers, we are at a loss to determine whether he intends to justify himself as the representative of the king or the commander-in-chief of his for majesty's forces in America. If he considers himself as acting as character of his majesty's representative, we would remind him that the statute 25th Edward III has expressed and defined all treasonable offenses and that the legislature of Great Britain hath declared that no offense shall be construed to be treason but such as pointed out by that statute and that this was done to take out of the hands of the tyrannical king and of the weak and wicked ministers that deadly weapon which constructive treason had furnished them with and which had drawn the blood of the best and honest men of the kingdom, and that the king and Britain hath no right by his proclamation to subject his people to imprisonment, pains, and penalties. Can I just repeat to us right now, people who were subjects in a kingdom called the limiting of an assembly by law, treason, treason. So this is why Chrisanne is upset today because now we have an invisible enemy that only the government can see, which means we can only be released from that invisible enemy by the people who can see it. And we have too many people falling into lockstep. So, there you have it. There's an invisible enemy, but that ain't it. Yeah. Well, tree climbing, let me just mention to you that history always repeats. Mm -hmm. Those who do not know their history are doomed to repeat its mistakes. That's why we're walking this path. Repeat. Because we have not taught America's history for so long. We are so ignorant of the, the plan and the tools of that invisible enemy. And what's amazing, JC, it's been the same invisible enemy over the, uh, over the dawn of time. Mm -hmm. The same invisible enemy. When I teach the history of the Constitution class, my genealogy of the Constitution, and I talk about what the government was doing from 1014 all the way to our independence of 1776... It's, it's the exact same thing we're seeing today. That's why I'm upset. That's why I'm upset, because we don't have to be here. By the way, that's, that's the part I love because... We don't have to be here. You see the demonstration that you're talking about principles, unchanging principles regardless of time. Because people have this mentality of, oh, the Constitution, this was 250 years ago. Uh, you know, like, like those principles cease to be valid with the passage of time. Uh, I don't, I don't understand the disconnect there, but I love that presentation that you give that mm -hmm. shows 
you know, these are these are timeless principles. What you you said, axiomatic truths. Yeah. That that are unchanged. It's like it's the same thing co- for the the America disarmed class too. Yeah. That one walks through the same kind of timeline in history. As yeah, well. it's it's always funny to me that you know when you hear the people come against you know the Constitution and whatever because now we're in a modern world that was this, but I never hear them identify you know which principles like you no longer think free speech mm-hmm. is a valid principle. Freedom of worship is not a valid principle. Freedom of your your own thought, your conscience, that's no longer a valid mm-hmm. principle because so, somehow we're modern, so therefore you should now be a slave and not be an independent, you know, person who's not owned by the government. Like, Let's I, just put it this way. Why did those principles become no longer valid because now there's computers and technology, like, so very bizarre argument. So I lo- that's why I love that presentation mm-hmm. that you go through. Yeah, it's awesome. Eight hundred, like eight hundred thousand, eight hundred or a, you know, thousand years of you know just what, showing that. It's amazing. This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. But this is what I'm doing. JC will be in class tomorrow, right? Mm. Well, unless it's canceled. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Well, JC will be in class tomorrow, so you know that you and I have the show. T- you and I have the show without JC tomorrow. Tomorrow, gather the children around. Gather your friends, your family members, tell everybody. Tomorrow, at absolutely no cost to you, I am going to teach the history of the Constitution for tomorrow's radio show. Awesome. We are going to do the history of the Constitution that begins in 1014. And I will show you. This is something, and, and, and I will do this, but you have to promise me that you will help me make this go viral. So we have to make people see this. We have got to put this in, in, in a way that, that people will watch this. And I'm going to teach the history of the Constitution at show, uh, for tomorrow's show. So be here at 6 p.m. sharp Eastern Standard Time tomorrow and tell everybody that this is a non this is this is a no miss cla- a, a no miss show you have to be here you will not know what we're going into without this cool okay I may, I may be here you may be here i won't be here thursday be fight club thursday and then i got i'm working thursday yeah. and friday yeah. I may really come back disgusting. next week with keep, a black eye. You keep touching your face. I'm getting ready for Fight Club, man. But come you on. keep touching your face and putting your fingers in your mouth. You You're not your very teeth. coronavirus. When you get hit, you got to bite down. man. You got to bite down or you get knocked out. Yeah. So yeah. I, may, I may come back with a black eye next week, which will be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the best part. No. As your lawyer, I've already told you, you can't call it Fight Club. Uh, it's called self-defense counseling. Sound, self-defense, self-defense counseling. counseling. Yeah, self-defense counseling. All right, guys. I know we've run over into Frank's in time. Face. Oh, by the way, I'm on Frank this week. Awesome. So, so my Frank people that are still hanging around, I will be on Frank this week. You probably already left seven minutes ago, but we need to do a live self-defense counseling. Live self-defense counseling. That's what Larry does. Ah. All right, guys, um, thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, go to uh, libertyfirstuniversity.com. Sign up your children now, please. This is something that we need to do for our children. Look, we, if, we don't, if we don't learn our history, we will doom our children to repeating it. 
And before we go, I want to mention to you, look, again, what happens, what we tolerate, what we do with ourselves in the next few weeks is going to lay the precedent for future generations to come. I want to know, do you want your children to have to fight for their rights or are you willing to sacrifice today? I didn't say fight. I didn't say go to war. I said, are you willing to make the sacrifice today to secure what our children need tomorrow? That's the bottom line. So God bless you guys. Don't forget to tell everybody about the show tomorrow. Be there or be square. God bless.